right. Well, welcome everybody to the Blow Off Valve podcast. We're your hosts, Alex and Tucker, back after an extended break due to uh, my my vacation. Um, Very nice. Which, which we're going to talk about um, because uh, I did some mostly relaxing stuff, but some car stuff too. Yeah. Um, and Italy is an extremely interesting place to drive <laughs> uh, for a few reasons. Um, but uh, I wanted to touch on. Um, so one of the things I the, pretty much the main reason I rented a car for us uh, when we went was because I wanted to go to Marinello to, <laughs> to do a, yeah. a visit to the Ferrari factory. And so you, there's two different places you can do tours, actually. So you can tour the um, there's like it's right next to the factory in Marinello and it's. They have some incredible cars. They have a, a 250 LM. They have basically all the kind of what you would think of as like the modern uh, kind of halo cars. They have a 288 GTO, an F40, F50, Enzo, LaFerrari. Um, sure. Some really incredible cars. And um, and then they had, I think I, I sent you the vid, did I send you the video of the of their of their champ of their trophy room? Yes. Yeah. So that is that is very cool. <laughs> it was kind of a Formula One room, and they have That's so a collection cool. <laughs> of some of their world championship winning uh, Formula One cars from the from you know the past decades. Yeah. And then they have all their trophies on the wall, like Formula One trophies, uh, sports car trophies. You know, basically anything they've competed in. Um, and actually, one of the coolest displays too was they had the uh, helmets of different drivers over the years, dating back to um, I think the first one they had was uh, Mike Hawthorne was the second, but I think they might have had like Fangio or somebody as the first one, Ooh. all the way up to um, let's see, Michael Schumacher and yep. Kimmy Kimmy Raikkonen. I think was the last one they had. Um, and it was just amazing to see like oh, yeah yeah you know the 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 biggest jump actually was from uh mike hawthorne when it was still basically like a leather helmet with a strap on it <laughs> to <laughs> in the 70s um and I, I forget if it was prost or who it was but in the 70s like it was an actual it looked like an actual helmet like you know, oh yeah i've got it up now. i've got it up now i'm taking a look again yeah so so that was that was really cool. The interesting thing, though, I'm driving into Marinello. Yeah. And I guess in my head, I'm thinking, you know, this is the home of Ferrari. Like, this is going right. to be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see Ferraris cruising on the street. I might see, like, a test mule running around. Like, yeah. It was a shithole. <sighs> like, it, I'm driving in, <laughs> I get off the highway, and, like, potholes, like, Potholes big enough that I'm starting to worry about my rental car. Um, Jeez. The entire way to the factory, and you're driving what? in, and it's like it looks like um, just sad residential housing, like apartments, mm. and like but like rundown. Everything looked complete. It was like Detroit. That's, Everything that is looked surprising. rundown. Yeah, and you're driving along. You're driving along, and and I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking like my GPS has screwed me, like that I'm not where I should be because it it looks like the type of place you yeah. would not want to get out of your car. 
Um, yeah. yeah. And then I turn a corner and there's this beautiful glass and metal facade and it's the museum. And so I was like, well, I guess the right place. So I did the tour. Huh. Um, I did the tour and went back to my car and I was like, well, I want to see the actual, the, the, the Ferrari factory gate, like the iconic brick gate leading into the factory and, uh, the brick archway, I should say. And so I head over to the, where the factory entrance actually is. And it was kind of cool because there were, you could see their, uh, different, Ferrari factory workers out like going to lunch and stuff, but they were in like their red, the Ferrari red. Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of cool to see. But I saw the I saw the 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 brick facade and and that iconic cool. appearance, and I was just like, oh, that's awesome. So that then is- I drove to Modena, which is about 20, 25 minutes from Marinello. Um, I drove to Modena to go to the other museum, which is actually on the site of Enzo Ferrari's house. And okay, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. And is and it is the was, house like, okay. Can you, so, does the, can so you the tour house, that part of it? So it, you don't tour the actual house on that okay. site. They've built like this museum um, that has like a, there's like a reproduction of what his office at, yeah, exactly. Okay. Office looked like, and um, they've got a bunch of tons of like pictures and stuff that I had never seen before of him with you know, uh, kind of in not private moments, but kind of like you know, just moments with his drivers at the track and mm-hmm. and whatever. And then they had some additional cars there too. They had um, uh, a display like of just some really beautiful. You know, they had like a, they had two fifty GT, and they had uh, another GTO, another F forty, some uh, just some really cool iconic cars, and and I on the way in, you drive past also just down the street is the Maserati headquarters, which was like okay. this huge again, very modern glass mm-hmm. and metal structure. But here's the funny thing: Modena is a shithole too. The, t- the town looked very strange like, the town looked like cleveland I, it was just it was it was <laughs> so very weird so bizarre I, yeah. I, I just and the funny thing was i, I was thinking back to brock yates's biography on enzo and mm. one of the things that you know enzo always had a chip on his shoulder about was that he was kind of particularly when it came to dealing with like fiat and you know the the people in turin they mm-hmm. looked at him as kind of a country bumpkin because Modena yeah. was like a little backwater. Yeah, town. I can kind of see that. Totally now. get it now. It was like, hmm. yeah, this place sucks. Like the the, the factory's cool, and and the museums and stuff were beautiful and and well put together, but like these places look terrible. I, I, like if you took out the museum, you would think you were in like an like an Eastern European like former Soviet republic. It was. It was weird. Wow, very bleak, very very concrete, bleak. Lots People, of yeah, yeah, lot of brutalist lot of architecture. Lots of mm. um it's hard to really describe. It you know when you yeah. see like buildings and it's like they probably were nice at one time. It's not like they were built yeah, yeah, poorly. Yeah. It's just no one has maintained them in decades. 
that's the vibe it had. Huh. Uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, run down. Yeah, everything is just and everything but the Ferrari stuff. This yeah. was like completely, you know, was very run down. Um, and yeah, just kind of I mean, sad. I just wouldn't have thought <laughs> that either. I think I would have been just as surprised by that because I, I think of, you know, it would just, it would be in this like really scenic, beautiful place right. in Italy. You That's know, what like, I pictured like, rolling countryside and then some hills around because yeah. I knew that around Marinello, a lot of the test drivers would go up into the hills and, you know, yeah. the cars and stuff. That was you what know, I had in my mind. But the reality yeah. is it's it there are some hills, but they're kind of far away. And it's just kind of like it's basically like farmland surrounding you know cities that have Yeah, have kind of Rust cities. Belt type stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, picture like a modern Rust Belt city that's been yeah, you know, had hollowed out their industry yeah. taken away from them. And and that's kind of what it looked like um, for both Marinello and Moto. It's a little bit surprising that like over time, maybe maybe like in I suppose in in the early days, per, perhaps these towns obviously were still like considered you know country rural, right? But um, maybe were more involved in the industry. You know, maybe they were helped manufacture a numerous parts of the car. And right. now all that's uh, you know outsourced and arrives from China, Taiwan, South Korea, Europe, yeah. you know, England, and so you would. I'm just kind of like I just would assume that if you were in that kind of place of the headquarters, at some point you'd be like, yeah, it's time to relocate. You know, somebody's yeah. going to give us some tax advantages, and right. I mean, I guess it's it's good they're still there supporting yeah. the community, but it, you almost kind of think if like does the community look at this and and they're like, well, yeah, it's nice to have a job, but um, you know, this is just catering to the insanely wealthy wealthy. global elite. And it just irritates them. That I, I actually, it's funny you say that. I actually had that thought of like, if you live in this town and this place just piss you off and people are flying in on private jets to spec their new, you know, moms whatever uh it's got to kind of just piss you off a little bit that's kind of what i think too yeah there's i think it's and it's probably really generated by what what i think it's really generated by one a lot of the money that exists today is just completely stupid production that that created it there is no feeling anymore that that gap could be anywhere remotely closed in one's lifetime like it is inescapable and then all of a sudden it just kind of feels like indentured servitude oh yeah it's at that point you're yeah it's you know it's if you're growing up in the shadow of that factory you know in 1972 you know you might think gosh if i work really hard and and you know become a successful lawyer i you know maybe go, i can buy one of these someday. maybe i have a good small business so i could buy one of those and and now you yeah. look at it and what it's become and yeah i mean some like the entry level ferraris you might still have that feeling but when you're looking at them coming out with these you know you know the the entry you know the basically the not the entry level but the the mid-engine ferrari that you want is 400 grand uh yeah. you know it's like well 
you know, the, the kids aren't really having that dream as much. No, no. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that is either, you know, family money, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it certainly could be new industry stuff, but when they tell you what their industry is, you might be like, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) They're investing other people's money and somehow that made them a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, you know, I made a lot of money with Bitcoin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just stuff that's inconceivable. Yeah. No, it, it, it was, it was a really interesting juxtaposition. Like I, I Mm. was telling my uh, folks about it. I said, you know, it, it's funny to me that what is probably one of the most prestigious brands we're all comers, you know, not just in the automotive sphere, but everybody knows Ferrari and the glamour and stuff that comes with that prancing horse logo. It was funny that it's in this just, dump of a town it was just really strange what was, um, what was your folks reaction to that just out of curiosity oh, they they thought it was funny like they're like <laughs> you know, they're unexpected too but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah you know the funny thing was those weren't the only towns in italy we saw like that um yeah our our last night uh in in italy we were flying we had to fly out of genoa and so we left our our Airbnb in Santa Margarita, which was a lot. And I'm, I won't go into it because it's not automotive, but amazingly beautiful town and absolutely lovely. But um, Genoa, which is historically like a, a port town and does a lot of shipbuilding and and had a lot of I guess steelworks back in like the mid 1900s and stuff, uh, also a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> it was like i couldn't believe it i was like man like all these towns it's like just yeah how can you a, how can you guys be located in near paradise and have such disastrous it was so weird, <laughs> especially because you know like you know in our time in in paris it was like yeah there's a big city that's like people take great pride in this place and yeah, from, yeah. things are well maintained now i mean if you get into the outer arrondissement like it may not be as true but you know Paris keeps itself up well, you know. It, yeah, we're, at least when we were in Genoa, it was rough. Yeah, I would assume that, like, like you're alluding to, you know, if you are a, you know, tourist traveling and kind of visiting touristy places, it's mm-hmm. pretty. It's it's presentable. It's like right. a presentable location. But right. then you start going off the beaten path, just like anywhere, you know, like trips yeah. to Hawaii and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah. So There's it's not all just side. like, yeah, perfectly yeah. white, pure yeah. sand beaches. And stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, very real true. I mean, human beings living here. Yeah, it's that's very true. There are, you know, but the funny thing is where we where we were in Italy was not very touristy, at least yet. True. But. It was. It had like a really lovely small town feel. People were very friendly, um, and you know, it, it was that. It was. It was what you want from like old world. Yeah. You know, narrow <laughs> alleys, beautiful buildings. You know, yeah. that are well maintained, and, and so, anyways, kind of an interesting, uh, interesting experience with with yeah. going there. I debated trying to go to. I'll be honest, I did. <laughs> this is like not very car guy of me, but I debated trying to go to like Lamborghini or Pagani because they're both yeah. within 30 minutes of yeah. the Ferrari factory. And yeah. I just screw it. Like I was so, I, quite honestly, I was so disappointed 
Yeah. It's hard to say that because there was some cool stuff, but yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. museums actually weren't that big. Sure. Um, and you know, and I was so disappointed. The drive, with, the potholes. Yeah, the, the drive. Like everything of some, some of it. You're just like, you know, this is maybe not. Another two hours and just be like, well, that was kind of sad too. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. So, Fair enough. Very um, interesting. But uh, the other thing we, we kind of wanted to touch on was the driving in Italy experience. So yeah. I had been told Stupid by, question. Do they drive on our side or the opposite? No, it's a very good question. I, I wasn't sure either until I started looking into it. They drive like us. Okay. Um, That's helpful. So, at least. so, yeah. So Britain and like British colonies for the most part sure. are you New know, Zealand. Opposite side of the road. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, so that was easy uh, for me. Okay. Um, there there were a few things, some good, some not so good. So some of the some of the good things is it was really fun, and and my wife was like, "Give me a hard time about it," jokingly. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like geeking out over like all these little hatchbacks because oh yeah yeah, yeah there's yeah, so yeah. many. There's brands <laughs> that only cars. Yeah. yeah there, well, there's a lot of brands that we don't get in the U.S. Right? Like, so we don't get Renaults, we don't get right. Citroens, we don't get Peugeots, yeah. we don't get Seats. <laughs> yeah. All those, all those. <laughs> my my rental car was a Seat. Funny enough, my mm-hmm. rental car, they didn't even like ask me whether I drove yeah. a manual or not. Hell and yeah! They gave, me, they gave me like a five-speed <laughs> Seat. Like that's awesome, car. man. And you're you're. I, I mean, the so people that would have had to have gone back and said, I, I just can't drive this. Yeah, you know, dude, I got like, so excited when I saw it was a manual. I was like, oh, yeah. that's awesome. See, um, wasn't that wasn't it fun, like, beating on that manual and stuff? It was like, a fun little car, man. I'm it sure really, it's probably, what, 160 horsepower? I don't even oh, know what it is. maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, it's like it can still be fun. Like, a little it's super box fun because like it's, it's small, it's light. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and that oh, was a, that was considered a midsize car in Europe. Like that's what I signed up oh, for was a midsize wow. car. Because wow. um, you've got yeah. stuff, even brands that we know. There's the ver- there's cars that that brand makes that aren't brought to the U.S. So mm-hmm. like there's a there's a um a Volkswagen hatchback that's smaller than a Golf that is called oh. a Polo, and that's only that doesn't come to the U.S. <laughs> for example. Um, yeah, yeah they would just get gobbled up in an accident. Toy- yeah, Toyota Yaris disappear in an engine bay. <laughs> oh yeah, Toyota Yaris's, they're everywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I found cool. very, you know, I was just, I was just, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a, you know, yeah. oh there's all these little alphas running around, and you know, just yeah. stuff you never see. So like that was yeah. super fun. Like even if it's stuff that's probably not exciting to anyone that. It'd be like yeah. us geeking out or seeing a Honda Civic, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> but I had, a, I had a lot of fun seeing all those. Um, there was uh, the size of the cars kind of in, was, I had seen some of that in Paris, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But it really struck me on this trip in particular, like everything is small. I mean, you've got a family of four in a Volkswagen Golf and like that's just. Yeah normal and no one I won't say no one but like 
you think about between like your so like you have a similar drive to work as I do, like four or yeah. five miles. Think about how many SUVs or kind of mid-sized crossovers you see between leaving your house and getting to work. That's yeah. probably the total number of SUVs I would see in an entire day driving around. Wow. Um, because no one has them. Gas is way too expensive. Um, yeah. And so, like, I literally in 10 days, I could probably count on two hands the number of full-size SUVs. I'm talking like a Range Rover, yeah. a Volvo yeah. XC90, like that size that I saw. Um, they just don't exist over there. I stopped at a gas station on the way back from the Ferrari factory. And yeah. I shit you not, there was a Ram TRX. In what? The and Weird. Yeah. I mean, that, it must that have thing just... was... That stood out was, like a sore thumb. Yeah, that thing was more. That was probably the rarest car I saw in terms yeah, of what yeah, else yeah. was in that country. Wonder and, what they think of that vehicle over there. They just must. Think well, it's the so guy that got out of it just looked like the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it just yeah. struck me like how I looked at my little car, which was like I said, yeah. a mid-sized car in Europe, and. This this TRX it looked it made the TRX look yeah. like a monster truck like a legit <laughs> it was so small compared to it. Um, How does but, it even navigate that on these streets? Well, so that's stuff? so that's that was my next point. So there's a reason they're all so small. The roads are the the lanes are tiny. So there were lanes that even in that little car that I was driving. I was super nervous uh, yeah. when I would have oncoming traffic because like, I felt like I was barely in my lane. Well, well that's kind of what I thought. I've always been like amazed at, you know, watching reviews and I'm talking about car reviews in England, you yeah. know, on their B roads, which seem pretty oh, yeah. tight to me. And I'm like, how yeah. in the hell are they driving these Tycons around? I mean, yeah. they seem like really know. big, wide cars to me. And it's just, yeah. it's kind of amazing know. that it's such a big product came so, out of Europe. So there were highways um, <laughs> that when I was driving from uh, Genoa to um, Santa Margarita, there, there, the highway lanes were basically like, like what you see with the British B-roads. They're super yeah. narrow. And yeah. so, like, <laughs> what, what, if you added, like, if you looked at the total width of their four lane highway, it was, it's probably as only a little wider than our two lane roads. I mean, it, it's, it's insane. and there's no, like, there's no breakdown lane. It's just like, that's, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, anytime you were like, tight had, squeeze. <laughs> yeah, anytime you had to pass like a semi truck or oh, something like God, that, it was yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Um, Taking your life in your hands. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how TRX guy got around. I don't know how Tycon people get around. I saw a couple, <laughs> I saw a couple RS6s, and those are really wide. And yeah. you know, and I was just like, I would hate driving. Like, it wouldn't be. I, I saw, I saw a dude in a uh, 992 GT3 actually go by our oh. hotel, our not our hotel, our Airbnb, and I was like, God, you know, if if you if you closed one of these mountain roads that I drove, I would love driving the, the 911. Yeah. Because 
I get it. Like you had these amazing switchbacks and it would be super fun. But if you said, Hey, you know, I'll ship your nine 11 over to Italy for free for you. And, and you can drive around. I wouldn't want to, it, no I would be way. so nervous. It's too wide. Yeah. And that's kind so, of, you know, you watch some of these review videos and, and, you know, they're on these narrow roads and, you know, driving like a maniac and then just like randomly another car comes around the corner. Like, oh, oh my God, what are you dude. doing? Like, I haven't even gotten to, I haven't even gotten to what makes it the worst the, the worst part of the whole thing. So you're on these narrow streets. Yeah. Narrow enough that, like I said, when you have oncoming traffic coming, you get a little bit nervous. Fucking <laughs> scooters, man. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought scooters, scooters, scooters in Italy to me were, uh, you know, I had, sure. I had, you know, Roman holiday in my head, like, Oh, it's very cute and whimsical. And these people are insane insane like wow so so they basically so let let me kind of overgeneralize but it's pretty close there's seemingly no traffic laws in italy so Mm. when i was no one no one uses their blinkers uh except to enter or exit the highway when they're changing lanes no i mean it's like an entire country of bmw drivers there, n- n- so you kind of have to be on your toes for that. Um, everybody drives whatever speed they think is appropriate, which is kind of <laughs> nice. But when you're like, when you're visiting and you don't want to get in trouble and you're doing mm-hmm. 110 kilometers an hour, cause that's what the speed limit is. And people are going by you at probably 140 regularly. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, uh, I'm not sure. We got to pick up the pace. Yeah. Uh, so that's the context. So within that, scooter drivers basically act like they can go wherever they can fit their scooter. So like, you know, you know, like lane splitting with motorcyclists where like, okay. So this was like the most extreme version of lane splitting I've ever seen. If they can get around you on the left side, they'll go around on the left. If they can get around on the right side, they'll go around on the right. It, do, it does not matter to them. They will just go around you if you're going, if you're stopped or if you're going too mm-hmm. slowly for them. And they see a lot of them seemingly have no regard for their own safety. Um, they must know. They will, they will. So I had this happen on my drive out of Santa Margarita going toward Marinello. It was in the morning. The Santa Margarita is on, is, it's a coastal town. And it's surrounded by mountains. And so to get anywhere inland, you have to go up the mountain and up and over mountains. So the draw, the road out is basically fairly narrow switchbacks going all the way up until you're up and over the mountain and onto the autostrada. And it's a two-lane road. And so you're going all around basically hairpins. So I'm I'm coming up to a hairpin where and I see that the uh I see another car come around the corner. So I slow down a little bit because, again, it's narrow enough that if he goes slightly wider than, you know, yeah, should, his lane. I'm going to yeah. run into his front left side. Yeah. This this scooter at full speed, not slowing down to, to see what's, what's around the, the corner. What's the difference? Goes wide around him. I slam on uh. my brakes. 
And if I had not stemmed on my brakes, I would have hit this person head on and he would have just gone up and over my roof. And I stem on my brakes. He cuts back in and just goes on about his way. No, didn't hit his brakes. Didn't like, didn't react at all. Just like, oh, that's what happens. And here's the crazy thing. Three turns later, it happened again. I had to slam on my, like, these people like <laughs> and why the reason it's so astounding to me is I you know this, but a lot, you know, yeah. some of the people listening to I was a pretty serious cyclist for a lot of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a ton of road biking and I know how conscientious I had to be when I was doing that because you don't know what people in cars are gonna do. You don't know, mm-hmm. you know, you had to kind of be very aware of your surroundings. Yeah. So the way these people were treating these scooters is like, well, if I can make it between two cars and have an inch on either side, then that's, I'll just go for it. It just, insane. it was insane. And, and it, it made me think one, these are the craziest drivers I've ever seen <laughs> and, and the worst. I mean, Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I won't say Italians because, I'm yeah, sure some yeah. people I saw were tourists visiting from other countries. The driving in Italy was the worst I've seen anywhere. I've driven sure, in yeah, Chicago, yeah. I've driven in LA, I've driven in New York. That was the worst I've seen anywhere. Um, Interesting. You know, and, I, I and, and it's not even close. <laughs> I do have to assume, like, I'm going to just make some generalizations here, but like, I would assume that. The Germans are probably like the most organized drivers. Right. You know, and caution and there's protocols here, people. Right. We do the ambulance the is number. coming. We split on either side so that they go down <laughs> the center of the street. Yeah. You know, I think the English probably are probably some parallels to how we drive over here. Yeah. You know, the Italians, I would assume Italy is probably the worst, maybe the worst driving on like the western part of the continent. But yeah. I bet if you got east. It gets squirrely oh, over, over yeah. there as well. Yeah, no, um, I've, I've seen like and the only outside of that, the only places yeah. I can think of would be worse would probably be like I don't um, know yeah. India for sure. Um, you know Brazil or something like that where there's just yeah. like ungodly number of scooters I, where that is your primary mode of transportation. So God India, forbid you're in a car. Yeah, so yeah. India for sure. And then I, I actually, when I was in high school, uh, we had a foreign exchange. <laughs> student from brazil and he was telling me about the driving there and said like it is every man for themselves like it is well that's what i think it would be funny to like ship your butt over to india now and as you go through that you go the italians are great drivers great drivers (laughs) well so the other thought i had is like i i told emily i said i would never (laughs) i would never want to own a nice car here no that's just 100 percent. it's like it's like she used to say you know when she lived in la yeah, she had her little Volkswagen bug, and she loved it because, like, she didn't really have to care if it got a yeah. little dirty or something like that. And I was like, "That's it. like if I lived in Italy, I wouldn't want a Ferrari. I wouldn't want my 911. Yeah. I it, there's just no. I would be terrified. Yeah, you know? no, exactly. I mean, I you know that's kind of one of the reasons here we can get away with it because we've got you know football sized roads. You know, mm-hmm. we don't, we complain about parking around here, but there's nothing to really complain about for the most part, no, you know, yeah. decent parking, um, 
Yeah, and, and people are reasonable drivers, you know, actually. It, it made me like a objectively lot. on the human yeah. scale of things, like pretty reasonable drivers here, actually. Yeah. No, it, it made me huh. it made me realize that actually I can't I'm sure there's there's still gonna be people that I'm like, oh, what is Yeah, yeah, doing right? crazy stuff. Yeah. But now having the context of what it's yeah. like before. That's a really good point, realize. man. You, you know, know, and I, I never I, I was like super um I mean, I can't get any time off to do this right now anyways, but I was kind of like excited about at least the concept of maybe European delivery with a 9-11. Mm-hmm. But I think I'd have to really keep that in the context of like what countries I was going to drive it in. Like, yeah, if you know, you're doing like taking... Switzerland, France, England or yeah. something, like totally fine. Probably going to be fine, but... Maybe we'll just stay out of Italy. <laughs> yeah. No, I. Oh, man, that's wild. <laughs> I think it's a very romantic idea of yeah. it. But it yeah. is. That, that's kind of what I thought, though. Then, like, I actually spent some time thinking about, like, okay, I'm driving a brand new car that I've never driven before. It's mm-hmm. much lower to the ground. Like, that's kind of the beauty of my truck is you're up freaking feels like 20 feet in the air. So you can right. see around everything. And now yep. you're lower to the ground, you have a manual transmission, you got narrow roads, you're not familiar mm-hmm. with anything. Is this a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. No, Maybe it this isn't a good idea. No, it it's you know it, you know, seeing the roads, especially through the the kind yeah. of mountainous areas, you understand yeah. how something like the Milia Amelia could yeah. come to come to be because the roads if you had, you know, if you had the, you know, if you had the road yourself, it would be so fun. Like it would be so yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, we, we, when we, um, our last day when we were driving from Santa Margarita to Genoa to stay the night, instead of taking the autostrada, we took uh, a coastal road that was a non toll road. And it was some of the most enjoyable driving I've ever. That's had. cool. Um, Very cool. Until we got close to Genoa and the traffic picked up. It was just beautiful. And the road was this winding, curving, going over, you know, uh, bridges and off by the coast. And kind of how I imagine, like, Highway 1, like the PCH in California would be. Yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, so I I could see how these things came to be. But particularly now with, with, you know, once you got outside of town, you didn't see scooters as much. Like once you got on like a highway or th- something like that. But yeah. in any sort of, you know, quote unquote, urban street, environment, street, urban environment yeah. it's, Forget it. yeah, it, it is just crazy. Buy, buy a econo shit box. You'll be better yeah, for buy, it. Buy a beater <laughs> and, and don't think twice about it. You know, <laughs> it was funny. Like there, there were, you know, I, I was blown away at the number yeah. of little, uh, you know, what's super popular over there are the, I don't even know what it is. I think it's like an A-class hatchback, okay. or not hatchback, a little wagon. It's like the smallest Mercedes wagon. Mm-hmm. That they made. And I just saw, there were a ton of just everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Interesting. People, people love them. Um, the wagon, man, wagon there were, life. 
I saw multiple RS4 wagons, <laughs> which was awesome. That's cool. Uh, uh, wagon life, baby. Yeah, I saw I saw four adults in a in a 1960s uh, uh, Fiat 500. That is awesome. I couldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> How did you all fit in that? Yeah, I mean, That's it's so just cool. a beautiful what? use of space, I guess. But um, yeah, it was, you know, the yeah, the I mean, trip, my. BMW 2002 would probably fit right in over there, size wise. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. I mean, uh, you know, the, even the parking spots were quite narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just don't think you could have kind of what are s- standard American type cars and get away with that. <laughs> no way. Yeah. You and, would, your car would be beat to hell. <laughs> and vice versa. It made me realize if you're like a European coming to America, you must look around and be like, what in the hell is this? Like the first time <laughs> you saw, like we don't really even think like about it, but like XL driving down the road, like yeah. what the shit is that <laughs> castle on wheels? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, think about like you're on the highway going up to the Twin Cities. That highway yeah. is larger, it is wider than any yeah. of the stratas I was on <laughs> in my entire time in Italy. Like, and that's wild, just like, man. You know, and you think about like the highway going into Chicago, that would blow their minds. <laughs> like, <laughs> You have how many lanes? Like this is gigantic. Yeah, eight hundred yeah. feet across. But you know, oh, the, the wow. one thing that I did, I did appreciate. There didn't seem to be a ton of traffic, mm. but that was probably partly because of the scooters. Yeah, as much yeah. as I hated the scooters, um, <laughs> I, I appreciate the fact that people got around. Yeah, if all those people that were on scooters were in a car, my driving through this beautiful little town would probably be miserable it'd probably be stop and go traffic the entire time yeah Um, yeah so there's utility to it for sure but yeah it's how people use it that i yeah (laughs) i mean i i mean i think you know you'd probably get beat down to the point where you just buy one because it makes life so much easier easier parking yeah you know you you would obviously be more cautious on yours than most people but Right. I mean, it, it kind of it kind of does make me chuckle a little bit because I do, you know, bike into work mm-hmm. um, some days, and like I'm like a little bit nervous about it, or just thinking like oh, I got to be really careful. There's cars around, and yeah. I, I really only am on like you know roads, very yeah. short intervals in a couple places. Yeah. And to them, they'd be like. Oh. What what are you worried about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you complaining about? <laughs> this is about? amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it was, you know, the, the funny thing was I I I didn't I don't think I saw I didn't see a single accident the entire time I was there. Um you know, people I didn't see a <laughs> over, I didn't see anything. Like people it's like well, a, it's you like know, organized yeah, yeah, chaos, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah. Humans are like actually I think you quoted the stat at some point on this on the podcast that we're actually pretty good at navigating three dimensional space. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how accurate, uh, like, uh, yeah. or the failure rate that a, yeah, exactly, a AI yeah. like or like a self driving car would have to achieve yeah, to com- compared to like a fleet of humans. You know, it's yeah, pretty like impressive. 90. We do, 
Yeah, like nine pretty good actually. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean we are <laughs> but you have to be a lot more yeah mindful. Like you I gotta didn't be tuned see, in. You gotta be tuned in. I didn't see a single person on their cell phone. Yeah, when I was you're basically phone. like you're basically on track at that point. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're like looking in your mirrors. Is there a scooter coming up on me? Is there, you know, what's going? <laughs> I gotta, on? I gotta leave some space. Gotta leave so, some like, space here. that that did strike me as well. That like, for us, you know, there's obviously like ad campaigns and all stuff. Like, don't you know, don't drive and use your cell phone. And stuff. <laughs> the reality is, I think most people probably do it. Yeah, and yeah. I certainly see just when I'm driving around town here plenty of people that are talking on their cell phones while they're driving and the fact <laughs> like i did ultimately a decent amount of miles while i was in in uh italy and i didn't see a single person on their cell phone so yeah, i think time for is, that i think there is yeah. an acceptance that they have a level of responsibility when they're driving that that they can't be distracted at all um yeah there's just no bandwidth what's yeah. you got these clowns because here, you know, if you coming like, around the corner, the... swinging wide into your lane yeah. with a freaking scooter, you gotta oh, be, you gotta be that, on point. That, that's the other thing. Like, lane lines are suggestions. They are not. Yeah, yeah. The amount of time <laughs> I had people just randomly drift their entire half of their car into my lane, mm. and not like, yeah. not like they were thinking about getting into my lane and and weren't signaling or whatever. They would just drift into my lane and then drift back into it's like <laughs> what are we doing here, man? It it was it was really it was and and tr- semi truck do that too. The semi truck drivers kind of interesting were... that like driving, transportation mm-hmm. and navigation, um and and kind of like roadways. It is a little bit of a reflection on culture for sure. Totally. For sure totally. it is. The manifestation think, of like some, you know, it's hard to generalize, but I think you yeah. can kind of generalize a little bit here. It, it, what you're telling me about this experience is kind of ringing true for like what I would expect. Yeah. You know, Italian driving to be like. Yeah. A now, if you more said in Germany, you were like, I was one mile an hour over the speed limit three times and I got freaking tickets every time. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds like you'd expect in Germany. Yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you, you crossed into the lane by about one foot without signaling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you I, pulled over, man. I think it is over. like, it's, I think, you know, it, it's it's that attitude of like, eh, so I was, you know, yeah, a little this bit last, late. Yeah, it's attitude, yeah. Yeah, so it, it is, it is an inch, it's, it's something done by people so it, it kind of naturally is a cultural you know yeah. it has a cultural flavor to it um it was very eye-opening i think i'd be more comfortable the next time we go uh because the drive from the genoa airport to santa margarita when we got there was like terrifying oh by the way uh pro tip if you want to travel to italy don't and and i would say generalize this to if you want to travel to any predominantly Catholic country, don't mm-hmm. do it on Easter Sunday like we did. Because yeah, the amount of traffic was when we got into Santa Margarita, because everyone was on holiday, was 
insanity. I it took me an it took me an hour and a half to find a parking spot. I was literally just doing Oh my god. And there were parking garages, like legit multi-level parking garages. Everything was full. Everything <sighs> so I draw I finally had to drop my wife off to meet the host of our Airbnb because we told her we, you know, when we'd be there. And so I dropped my wife off and I continued like circling for another like 30, 45 minutes. What? To find the spot. I didn't know that. Horrendous. It was oh horrendous. man, that just yeah. must have been anxiety provoking. Well, and that was after roughly a twenty-hour travel day, you know, including yeah. like stops and you know. Yeah. So. Wow, that so, would have made me a little bit anxious. I didn't even think about it. You know, that's finding. Yeah. I didn't even think about it, and then my uh, my wife you know, mentioned, <laughs> it. Like, "Oh shit, yeah, it is." Easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was it was wild but it was a fun time uh ultimately and and it was just uh eye-opening very cool place, but well, i thought it was sure, pretty yeah. kind of some fun in, you know fun differences that i had yeah really super fascinating before. yeah i love hearing this stuff <laughs> well i think that's pretty much all we have time for um anything you want to add man no yeah no i mean we were just talking before we got on here. I was thinking to myself, well, I'm sure there's a race this weekend. I'm sure there's a race. Yeah. There's no, no race. No race. No. <laughs> uh, we're back. Yeah. Next week is next weekend. Formula One. And so uh, probably on the next episode, we'll kind of recap that a little bit and yeah. get back to our news. You've got some cars on the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you've got one. Oh, I was going to tell you one of them's on the conductor and then that's the ship name and then the other i told you i think it thought it was going to be the violet ace yeah i think it's actually going to be the the composer so the conductor and the composer oh, exactly like exactly <laughs> so like sister awesome. cars on sister, sister boats yeah i think it's destiny. that's awesome that's i so think cool. it's destiny <laughs> well they're they're you know the funny thing is they're getting here <laughs> only a couple weeks apart which is yeah which is kind of it's kind of wild because of like it felt like all of this process for both of them very was very dis discordant or just very quite separate from one another and now somehow they're like you know seven days apart delivery like what how did this happen (laughs) yeah no i know it's I don't it's know. Funny. It just happened. It's, yeah. It's like the old uh, A team saying, like, I love it when a plan comes together, you know, <laughs> really oh, well. Man, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. so we'll we'll definitely be talking about that in the in the yeah. weeks. So um, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, until then, um, be sure to check out our Instagram at the Blowfell Podcast. Um, and uh, we look forward to talking to y'all in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm.